Cajun, 102.7 FM. Good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play by play coming to you live on this Thursday. Casey Gisclair here. Hope everybody's enjoying their Thursday. And uh, if you're not enjoying your Thursday, stick around this for the next 90 minutes or so. We're going to try to brighten up your mood. We've got a fun show coming your way as we always do. We've got a lot of calling guests and we've got a lot of topics and things to talk about in the next segment of the show. Talk some middle school. We'll have Coach Joe Riley, West Thibodeau Rebels. Saw the West Thibodeau Rebels on Tuesday. They're really, really good. We'll have their head football coach and athletic director, Coach Joe Riley, on in the next segment of the show. Then at noon, we go to Covenant Christian Academy. We have their head football coach, Coach Cullen Mathern, who will be on the line chatting with us in the next segment. Saw his team in the uh, scrimmage last week. Thought they played pretty well at times. And are going to be poised to have a pretty good year. We'll ask Coach Mathern about some things he saw from the scrimmage and some things he's hoping to see from his team in their upcoming jamboree. Then we also, at 12-15, Go Preps, the site founder and creator of Go Preps, Hunter Bauer. If you're not familiar with Go Preps in Louisiana and you're a high school sports fan, shame, shame, shame. They update their power rating numbers daily, have tons and tons of news. If you're a high school sports fan like we all are, Stick around. Hunter Bauer will be on to give us a rundown of some things happening around the state. And then at the bottom of the show, we've got to you know, go through a little a quick comb of the headlines. we got to make fun of the Los Angeles Lakers, y'all. They traded for Patrick Beverly yesterday. We'll talk about that, some of the shenanigans that are happening there, maybe even dive into a little NFL and whatever else people are talking about, any news that may break. I hate to commit to saying, all right, hey, we're going to talk about this during the headlines segment because – Often, whenever I do that, news breaks during the show, and then we have to audible and change tune. But um, we will be speculating about you know how Patrick Beverly in Los Angeles is going to work and that move that the Lakers made. Then at the bottom of the show, we've got our betting picks, and uh, then we'll get out of here on this Thursday. Looking out the window right now, as we always do, it is windy, it is rainy, it is exactly like it's been every single day this week. It's been a yucky weather week in Southeast Louisiana. A lot of the local football coaches are saying, man, what the heck? We need to get some work in. We need to get some conditioning. We can't get out on the fields. And I think that that's going to be, and I'm opening up talking about the weather for a reason. I think that that's going to be a big key to the upcoming high school football season is I think early in the season, we're going to see which teams had the best summers. And I don't mean, whenever I say best summer, I don't mean which team won the most seven-on-seven games because seven-on-seven is a very small piece of what happens over this summer despite what fans and recruiting analysts and guys who like to go and, you know, suck up to the kids and film them catching touchdowns, despite what all those people think, it's a very small portion of the summer. What I mean by we're going to find out who had a good summer is we're going to see who conditioned the best who had the best weight room attendance, who had the best attendance when, you know, they were out in the field running stadiums and doing all the different things that you do over the summer to get yourself ready. Because look, yeah, it's been hot in Southeast Louisiana, but it's also been wet and rainy throughout most of the open of the school year and most of the open of preseason camp. So a lot of the teams that would have liked to have gotten a ton, a ton of preseason work to condition themselves have not been able to get it. So what we're going to find out is 
the teams that showed up to camp most ready to go are the teams who are going to have an advantage. And in the fourth quarter of games, I'm telling you now, in the first two, three weeks of the year, in the fourth quarter of games, we're going to see some teams soar and some teams wilt away based on their conditioning levels, based on how well they handled their summer, based on how seriously they took their offseason workouts. It's going to happen. Um, and ultimately, because the Louisiana high school football schedule is the way that it is, where every game holds the same amount of weight, where the game that you play in week one counts the same as you play as the game in week 10, where, you know, if you get off to a strong start to the year, you could clinch a playoff berth almost before district even starts and you could go winless in district and still make the playoffs. Given all of that stuff, there's some really big games that are going to be played in the first couple of weeks, man. There's some 50-50 toss-up games between a couple of teams that are, you know, going to be on that bubble of making it or not making it, and the results of those games are going to end up deciding how this is going to all shake itself out, and I can't wait to see how it's going to play out. That's the first piece of news. The second thing that I would like to touch on is how ridiculous it is, and I know we've talked about this throughout the summer, but I'm bringing it up again, sue me. How ridiculous it is that we're sitting here. What's the date today? Computer, the date today is August 25th. Next week, we're going to start September. High school football season starts the first Friday of September. We're going to play like two or three regular season games before we realize or understand or know how many teams are going to make the playoffs in each respective class. We're going to play almost a month of the season before we realize and know and are told from the LHSAA who's going to be in what brackets. We're going to play almost a month of the season before we realize and understand and know how many state championships there are going to be in Louisiana in the upcoming season. I, we all understand and respect what the Louisiana High School Athletic Association does for our state. Because without that organization, we wouldn't have high school athletics in its current form. And... I think that at times we as a media and we as fans unjustly blame them for some things and are too hard on them for some things. But then there are other things like this that just remind you of how inept that organization could be. Imagine if in college football, right now, we were preparing for the season, which would start really this weekend, but... Ultimately, college football starts next weekend, the, the, the following weekend. But Although there are some games this coming Saturday. <clears throat> Imagine if we were approaching the college football season and the NCAA just didn't tell us how many teams were going to be in the playoff and we just had to figure it out a little later. Oh, <clears throat> LSU, you lose your opener. No big deal because the playoffs might have 10 teams, they might have four teams. We don't know yet. Imagine the chaos that that would be. Imagine the chaos if we opened up an NFL schedule and an NFL season and we didn't know what teams were in what division. The Saints are three and one, but you don't know if you're in first place or not because you don't know who else is in your division. Are you in the lead over Tampa Bay, Carolina, and Atlanta? You got better records than them. Yeah, that's cool. 
or are you going to be sent to another division with Kansas City, Dallas, and you know the the Vegas Raiders who are all have 4-0 records? You don't know. You might be in first place. You might be in last place. You don't know. That's what we're facing right now within the LHSAA. We're facing an upcoming high school football schedule where we still don't know what teams are in which bracket. We are facing a high school football season where where we don't know are 32 teams going to get in the playoffs or are 24 or will it be 16? That's absurd. We had all summer to figure this out. And we willingly chose as an association to handle this in mid to late September after the season had already started. And that's aside from the elephant in the room, which is that all of the things that are causing this chaos, which is the association changing and the open enrollment and all the other things that are changing, all those schools going to the select side, that's causing all this chaos. We voted to change that in June and not at our annual convention in January, which is where these matters should have been handled. We quietly backdoor dealed this stuff through instead of letting everyone vote on it in January. So now what may happen, and this is a very real possibility, what may happen is we may enact a new system in September and change everything up only to have the principal say in January, we think this new system sucks, we're getting rid of it, and then in January having to change it all back to what it was before. That's what we're dealing with in this upcoming season. It's ridiculous, the lack of foresight, the lack of leadership, the lack of vision that's happening within that association. It's absurd. I don't know any other way to to get people to understand how crazy it is other than to liken it to other sports. Imagine if LSU was 5-0 and to start the season and thought they were in first place in the SEC, but in the middle of the season was told, nope, the SEC West doesn't have the teams you think it has. It actually has Ohio State. It actually has Texas. It actually has USC, and it actually has Michigan State in it. That would be absurd, right? Well, that's what's happening. Thibodeau High School right now in 5A, they don't know if they're playing in a playoff bracket with the Lafayette schools. They don't know if they're playing in a playoff bracket with whoever because a lot of those schools are uncertain. They don't know which bracket they're going to be in, and it's just not fair. It's not right. The association just has to do better. There's no reason on earth why we're deciding these things in the middle of of the year. It's unfair to the coaches in the state. It's unfair to the players in the state. And we have got to do better. We've got to demand better. Eddie Bonine, my, my, my friend, I've had you on some of my radio programs. I think by and large, you get a bad rap and some of the things you get blamed for are not actually your fault. But this one here is inexcusable. You have got to do better, sir. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Joseph Riley of West Thibodeau Middle School. We'll chat with him about his team's football season which is uh, off to a tough start, but I think the Rebels will be okay. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. 
Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients safe to all humans and pets check us out on facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com need our cedar beaters now call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back buzz off mosquito control safe effective guaranteed when you order curbside pickup on the new rouse's shopping app you pay the same price for groceries as in store and you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's Shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market's feels like home. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances and medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. For nearly half a century, Tiger Rag Magazine has covered all things LSU sports. 
the 2003 National Championship with Coach Nick Saban. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. The 2007 National Championship with Coach Les Miles. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. And the undefeated season of the 2019 National Championship with Coach Ed Ordron. Tiger Rag was there with coverage from the practice field to the hoisting of the trophy. But in all these years of LSU sports moments, there has never been a more exciting time to be a Tiger fan than now. A new era has arrived at Tiger Stadium. Coach Brian Kelly has arrived in Baton Rouge with aspirations of grasping the one thing, one thing. that has eluded his illustrious career, a national championship. It takes hard work. It takes a commitment. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there every step of the way as Coach Kelly attempts to solidify his status in Louisiana immortality. Follow each moment with Tiger Rag Magazine on newsstands now online at tigerrag.com. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. We have made the attempt to get Coach Joe Riley on here in play-by-play. Got his voicemail a couple of times. Hopefully, we're able to catch back up with him throughout the course of the day. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Hope everybody's enjoying their day so far. As much as we are here in the studio, we're having a great time, and we hope the same for everyone. Um, you know, wanted to have Coach Riley on because, you know, we talk with Keegan a lot here on the show, and we've talked, you know, a fair amount of middle school football. And, you know, one of the big topics is, you know, LSU, um, LSU, <laughs> LCO is very proficient and, you know, plays at such a high level. And, you know, we, we talked a lot um, about how, you know, I think they're the favorites to win the Paris championship again after last season. But um, even after winning that season opening game against West, you know, I, I don't think it takes anything away from the fact that I think West Hibbert is really, really good too. And they've got a lot of athletes. And then, you know, also there's, you know, the situation of they're merging schools out there soon. A lot of folks don't realize West and East Thibodeau are about ready to just become Thibodeau Middle School. They're going to merge the schools into one. So I wanted to chat with Coach Riley about what he thought about that and, you know, some different things. So we hope to have him on and we hope to get him before the show wraps up. But anyway, uh, we'll go over the headlines and then we'll get back to the phone lines in the next segment of the show. We'll have Coach Cullen on with Covenant Christian Academy if we can't get Coach Joe before then. Serena Williams has drawn um, her opening round matchup in the upcoming U.S. Open. She has drawn Denka Kovinic in the opening round. Uh, This is going to be the final tournament of Serena's career, very likely the final tournament of Serena's career. She said she's moving away or evolving away from the sport of tennis. She didn't use the R word, so I guess left it open-ended. But Serena draws the number 80th ranked player in the world in the opening round over in New York. And uh, if she wins, she'll likely face the number two player in the world in the second round. So Serena's draw is not ideal, but as kind of a wild card, unseated entrant, you know, you get what you take. And, you know, Serena 
if she's on, she could beat anybody. So I don't think she's going to fear the number next to anybody's name. Most certainly, I think she'll be ready to go. Um, wanted to also mention talking about the headlines. Oklahoma City Thunder rookie Chet Holmgren will miss the entire 2022-2023 season with a foot injury he suffered playing at a pro-am basketball game over the weekend. I wanted to talk about this actually about two or three weeks ago, and I didn't. I didn't bring it up because I thought, you know what, maybe I'm just wrong on this. Maybe I'm just kind of a fun sponge. You know, Maybe I'm irrational and I'm not thinking this through. There are a lot of dudes who play a lot, a lot of unnecessary basketball in the offseason. Be it Drew League, be it going to Rucker Park, be it, you know, these pro-ams. Like, you got a lot of dudes in the NBA over the offseason who are risking their health playing basketball against guys who are not nearly as skilled as they are and that potentially puts yourself at risk, and we saw it here. Now, Chet Holmgren didn't get injured because someone that didn't know how to play fell into his legs, not anything like that. But the fact remains the same, is that um, it's a lot of unnecessary work. Like we don't, see, we don't see this in other sports, right? In baseball, when it's the offseason, we don't see Justin Verlander playing in a pro-am baseball game, throwing 90 pitches. In football, we don't see Tom Brady playing, you know, an amateur football game, going 30 of 40 in the offseason. Basketball is a little different. These guys play so much in the offseason. I just think that as we see more and more guys, and Holmgren actually got injured defending LeBron James, who also played in the same game. We see more and more guys get injured and break down and wear down. I think that at some point there's going to be a sports trainer or someone, a doctor somewhere telling these guys, hey, like, ease up. Like, these guys, they, they never take a break. They never take a break, be it the long season, the 82-game season. Well, let me stop myself there. They do take a break. They take a break during the damn season is what, what happens. Let me correct myself there. Maybe there would be a little bit less load management. Maybe there would be a little bit less, oh, I'm going to take you know three games off here during the year if they did a little bit less of this nonsense in the offseason. I'm all for lifting. I'm all for staying in shape. I'm all for running. But they play more basketball when it's not the season, many of these guys, than they do during the season when they're you know not playing back-to-backs and they're not doing this and they're not doing that. Maybe ease up the load during the summer and you could play a little more in the fall and in the spring. Chet Holmgren, unfortunately, goes down. I got a little bit off on my soapbox about the guys playing in the pro-am circuit, but the point that I wanted to make here is Chet Holmgren really should probably take this as a blessing in disguise. Yeah, he's not going to play. Yeah, he's injured. It sucks. But I watched him play over the summer. He was not physically ready to play in the NBA. He's seven foot one, 195 pounds. He was not ready to play in the NBA at the frame that he is right now. Use this injury. You're young. You're 20 years old. Use this injury as a tool. Get stronger. Come back, and when you're recovered, let's be 7-1-2-30, which will still be too small, by the way, but it'll be much better than 195. And then, you know, maybe the next year we grow it to 245. And then that's when we kind of have something and we become a little bit more of a physical presence. So for Oklahoma City, it's a setback, but guess what? You ain't really trying to win much this coming season anyway. 
I hope Holmgren uses this as an opportunity to get bigger and stronger because he was not, he's not, he's not, his body can't hold up on the pro-am circuit. He wasn't holding up for an 82 game um, NBA season. So there you go right there. NFL news and some really big NFL news. <clears throat> My Dallas Cowboys are going to be without Tyron Smith until at least December after undergoing surgery for a torn hamstring. <sighs> Let's talk about this. One of the biggest things that the Cowboys have done wrong in recent years is they have been far too loyal to often injured players. Too many Cowboy seasons go like this. You have a talented roster, but guys on the talented roster get hurt. And then in the middle of the season, you're left saying, oh, man, we're just unlucky. You know, if we could keep X, Y, and Z healthy, it would all be different. Well, here's the problem. Is that when you're X, Y, and Z, or guys like Tyron Smith and Sean Lee and some of the other oft-injured players of recent Cowboys lore, those guys are always going to be hurt. Those guys are always going to not be able to play. And I know that Sean Lee's no longer with the team. Now that's not. But in recent years, the Cowboys have relied heavily on unreliable players. They relied heavily on guys who are not able to sustain themselves over the course of the season. And then they come back and they whine and they cry and they say, oh, you know, we were so unlucky. If we could have just stayed healthy, everything would have been different. Tyron Smith is going to be hurt every single season of his career because that's what Tyron Smith does. And the same went for Sean Lee when he was there. And the same is going to go for Van Der Esch, who's going to get hurt at some point in the upcoming season. That's what those guys do. The Cowboys need to cut bait on some of their unreliable players on their roster and get some guys with more durability. That has plagued this team. This is a big injury for Dallas. Their backup offensive line play has been better in recent years, but historically when Smith has gone down, their offense has really suffered. It's going to be up to Josh Ball and some other Cowboy linemen to protect Dak Prescott. And we've all seen Dak play when he doesn't have that protection. He's not the same guy. Big, big blow to the Cowboys and actually a big opportunity now for the Eagles or Washington or you know someone else to step in and try to dethrone them in the NFC East. It's play-by-play. Play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Covenant Christian Academy. Coach Mathern will be on the line. We'll chat with him in the next segment of the show on KLEB. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Celebrating 75 years in business. Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. 
At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joeseptic at viscom.net. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. We start our lunchtime hour talking some football. We're happy to go to Covenant Christian Academy and have their uh, football coach, Coach Mathern, uh, on the line now. Coach, good afternoon, buddy. How are you, man? Good afternoon. Doing good. Yes, sir. Look, we saw you guys last Friday for your scrimmage with South Lafouche. Thought you guys did some pretty good things, some things that maybe you'd want to correct and clean up. How'd you assess your, your scrimmage, man? Oh, look, in, in terms of the heart and the fight our guys put on, you know, Friday night, I, I was definitely, definitely pleased. You know, and, I, and we knew it was going to happen. Salafush has a fantastic offensive and defensive line. And that's kind of been, if, if there is a weak spot that we have, it could be that. We just don't have the depth of a 4A and 5A team to run. And it also didn't help that, you know, some of our backups were hurt. Yeah, I had probably about six, seven kids out just through due to injuries and stuff like that. So we, we didn't get to rotate as much as we would have liked. We didn't get to give breaks as much as we would have liked. But overall, we looked at the tape. We saw what we needed to fix. Need to be more aggressive coming downhill on defense. Need to finish our blocks a little bit more on offense. But like, like I said, other than that, I, I was I was pleased with their fight in their heart. My friend, you guys got some skilled playmakers, bro. Your quarterbacks are throwing with some zip, and you got some receivers and some backs who have a little bit of wiggle to the man. Look, you guys at times were giving the Tarpons defense some problems. And, you know, I left it saying, man, like, this is going to be a pretty explosive little offense whenever they're facing, you know, the, the 1A schools in their district and everything of the sort. Oh, well, the, the greatest part about our offense is I have I'll, – I'll be returning 10 – coming into next year, I'll be returning 10 starters on offense. The only person I'm going to lose is my right guard. And then we will be turning eight starters on defense. So it's, it's – a, a senior does not – I won't have a senior with a single offensive statistic this year except for blocking. 
I mean, the quarterback's a junior, running back's a junior. My receivers are sophomores and freshmen. And so I only have one junior receiver, and the rest are some young guys. So, yeah, the future, you know, they step up. They've been doing it their whole life. And uh, I said, I was very, very, I was very happy with their output. One thing that I think you got to be proud of, dude, and look at the in the beginning to early middle portion of the control portion of the scrimmage, they were kind of having their way a little bit. They put it in the end zone a couple times, and you know, I I remember even looking over to Brian and said, "Man, like they're going to be tired out by the time we get to the live quarter." The opposite actually happened. You guys played your best in the back end of the scrimmage and even towards the quarter, which just goes to show, hey, physically, you guys are ready and your kids don't give up, bro. You guys played better as it went on, and with a smaller roster, that was a little surprising to see. Well, it, it start, first of all, that starts with summer. You know, that starts with the summer conditioning. You get, you know, all of May, June, July to get those guys in the shape you need. And then in terms of that, that, this summer conditioning, on top of your culture, you know, we have a never-give-up culture. We, we take it seriously. When we go to practice, it's finished through through the whistle. Nobody stops. We do conditioning every day. It's just they know when we tell them, you signed up for 1A football, you need to have the – even though you may not do it, you need to have the ability to play offense, defense, and special teams with a quick swig of water here and there, and that's it. Other than that, you are expected to be able to go the whole way, the whole time. And so we pride ourselves in conditioning because it's what we can control. So, yeah, I was, I was happy with them being able to fight through the end. Now, I could tell you, they woke up sore the next morning. Uh, they got hit by a brick. But, yeah, conditioning-wise, I'm happy where we were at and just looking to turn it up a little bit more come regular season. Your jamboree, I believe I saw, is out over at Patterson High School, if I'm not mistaken. Who are you facing, and what are some things you guys are hoping to get accomplished in that game? Well, first of all, we're hoping to get the game because the weather has been miserable. Yeah. Uh, but we're supposed to be playing St. John out of Plaquemine. Right now I'm talking to Garrett Kramer, who's the head coach at Patterson, to try to find a different location, maybe you know, just any field that's got turf, because we talked last night and we don't want to have a scrimmage on a, excuse me, Jamboree on his field and have two teams play, it, it would it would destroy the field. You know, it, it's sloppy right now, and nobody's been touching it all week. So, yeah, we're going to get St. John looking to get, you know, just give our guys an opportunity to showcase their stuff that maybe they felt we didn't do on Friday. And St. John plays a totally different defense than Salafu. St. John is man across the board, um, you know, on the line, put pressure on you, blitz the house. And so it's a different type of offense and Offensively to Salafus, they're decently similar, just not as heavy, so they're a little bit more speed on the outside. So just to see how our guys react to uh, talent more our level. But we're really confident going into it. Our guys are excited. Just wish it would stop raining. Talk about that, because I didn't even think about that. Look, man, there are a lot of schools in the area that, you know, hey, if it rains all day long, they don't care. But as long as from 2.30 to 4.30, you know, it, it, there's no lightning, they get out on the turf. You guys don't have that luxury. I was talking with Jesse Turner about this yesterday, and he said, man, look, there are some things that we want to practice and we want to clean up to try to get ready for the season, but we can't. We can't get out on the grass any day this week. Are you guys in the same situation, bro, and how do you compensate for that? Well, uh, we've been out there uh, making the most of what we got, and I, I tell our kids, look, if, if this is a workout film type of day, it needs to be the best workout slash film type of day we got. But we've been getting out there. It's been sloppy. We haven't been able to get all the things we want to get accomplished due to the field, but just going through some drills, going through some more walkthroughs, you know, instead of going team and destroying the field, we'll just get out there and go through some walkthroughs, make sure we're lined up in the right areas. But no, yesterday we, our guys walked in to the locker room, head to toe covered in mud. It was, it was one of those days and 
Would we love to have turf? Absolutely. You know, it is definitely an advantage to have turf. But, like, today we, we can't hit the field. I mean, we want to do a run-through to prepare for tomorrow, but I'm looking at the field right now. I don't think we could get out there. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Look, one of the things that you told me last Friday, the day of the scrimmage when you came on the show last, I asked you about your kicking game, and you said, bro, look, I got me a kicker. And you weren't lying to me, brothers. I saw your kicker kick a little bit yet last Friday. A big, big leg, high arcing kicks, you know, long, deep down the field. Man, bro, you, you guys are going to be equipped on special teams to do some some very creative things with that type of leg. Oh, yeah, that's Carson Bear. He's a sophomore, so I'll uh, make the joke that special teams tryouts have been postponed till 2024. <laughs> Because that's the next time I'm going to need a kid. No, he's a special kid. He's he's an extremely hard worker. He comes work out in the summer, goes work out at his house, comes to football practice, goes work out again. He's, he was all district in soccer. I mean, he's he's a special kid for that for being a sophomore. Um, and like I said, he could he could put it where he wants. And it, it's definitely, definitely beneficial to us. Like I said, kicking tryouts have been canceled till. At least 2024. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, in terms of some position groups where you're hoping to see, you know, maybe a little more improvement. I know you said you, you know your line play. You're trying to build up some depth there. But in terms of starting jobs, are are your full 22 kind of solidified, or is there a situation where there's maybe a job or two in the jamboree if you guys are able to get it in that you know kids are competing to maybe try to start on opening night? Well, we looked at the film, and, you know, we had some kids do very, very good. We had some kids that do not so good. And so this week we're kind of piecing together, you know, moving one outside linebacker to inside, moving this kid here. Uh, offensive line's got a little mini switch. We, we pretty much know our starting 22 is just to kind of keep fitting the puzzle pieces to exactly, you know, exactly where they fit in. And so, like I said, we moved an outside, inside linebacker, excuse me, outside linebacker in, we moved one of our defensive ends to the offensive line. We moved one of our offensive linemen to a defensive line, and it's something they always done. So it's not like a brand new. They have no idea what they're doing. Reteach from scratch. They know it as just us doing as a coaching staff, just continuing to put the little puzzle pieces together to try to get the perfect twenty-two in the right spot. We have the twenty-two. We just want to double check, triple check they're in the right spot. We're here now, eight days away from the start of the season. You guys are taking on Thrive Academy. Um, what are some things you're hoping to see before then to let you know that you're ready? For, for tomorrow, we just want to see us uh, handle the live scrimmage, uh, the live portion of the jamboree, about as efficiently as possible. We want to see us having the ability to move the ball, move it with a good tempo. And then for, for coaching, sometimes the most stressful points of the game is going from offense to special teams, back to defense to special teams, because unlike a big school, some of our starters on offense are on special teams, where maybe a big school, I'm that kid that sits there and, and special teams is my thing. And so the stress of just making sure our transitions from offense to defense to special teams, and that's what we're going to do today for our run-through, just to make sure that's all cleared up. But to me, just to see efficiency on offense and defense, hustling to the ball, I know conditioning-wise we're good to go. So just seeing everything clean up a little bit and uh, turn on the film Saturday morning see what Thrive's all about. Good deal, buddy. You take care, man. Good luck. Hope you all are are able to get your jamboree in. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Yep. That is Coach Mathern with CCA. Let's catch a quick break because I just got a hold of Coach Joe. We'll have him on in the next segment of the show. And then after that, we'll have Hunter Bauer. So we're kind of shuffling some things around. But we'll have Coach Joe in the next segment here on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. 
You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Since 1948, that's 74 years, Hilaria Brothers has been in the commercial fishing and shrimping supply business, stocking large selections of 12-volt electrical and hydraulic single and double drum winches, and hydraulic motors with brakes, beltless clutches, and pumps with brackets. They also carry hydraulic stainless steel skimmer winches, hydraulic valves, and hydraulic steering for up to 65-foot boats. Also a huge assortment of crab traps and crab trap wire, stocking nylon plastic and knotless webbing. You heard about that new webbing, Platina Knotless Dynamic. Alera Brothers also stocks shark tail netting that's reinforced with stainless steel wire. They stock four different sizes of galvanized stabilizers, also stocking a large variety of fiberglass cloth, including resin gel coat and other supplies needed for fiberglassing. Lost an anchor? Alerio Brothers stocks anchors from 5 pounds to 100 pounds. Visit Alerio Brothers before the season begins. That's Alerio Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego, online at alerioBros.com. We thank Coach. Cu- excuse me. We thank Coach Cullen McTherney, Covenant Christian Academy, for his time in the last segment of the show. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. We go to the phone lines again. We have Coach Joe Riley of West Thibodeau Middle School on the line now. Coach Joe, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Good afternoon, Casey. How you doing, man? We're doing great. Uh, had an opportunity to get out to your season opening game against LaRose Cutoff a couple nights ago over at Thibodeau High School. Didn't go the way that your team hoped, but there were some bright spots in there, man. Tell us about the way your boys played. Uh, well, you know, we uh, played about as good as I thought we were going to play with the time we put in. Um, you know, we did, we were missing some kids early on, and when school started, it's norm, start normally when we get the bulk of our kids because of parents having to work and whatnot, but you know, there's no excuse taking nothing away from LCO. They have a good team, great coaching staff. Keegan's over there doing a great job with those guys. And, uh, I mean, I saw one of kind of guy we used to study when I first started coaching because we ran the wing T at HL Booth while Coach Nessie was yeah. over there. So it was good to see him out there with those guys. Look, we played about uh, three quarters good, and we kind of just ran out out of gas and you know I just you know want people to know that we, we, we're a good football team you know the score is not indicative of how the game went it just got out of hand on us at the end you know 
Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. And look, Keegan told me after the game, I was interviewing him, he said, hey, look, I don't think Wes is going to lose another game this year. He thought that it was the two best teams in the Paris that were playing on Tuesday. So, bro, the, the message is the same. You guys have a really, really strong crew, and I'm sure the message this week at practice is letting the kids know, hey, we're 0-1, but we still got a whole lot to play for. Absolutely, absolutely. We're 0-1, but we, we have a lot to play for, and – that one game is not going to define, you know, our season. Uh, I just remember after the Jamboree, you know, I told them, I said, we're going to be in for a war come Tuesday night, and can we withstand the punches and get back up? And, you know, close to the end, we, we, we couldn't take that last couple punches. And, you know, it kind of snowballed, but I'm pleased that our effort, we didn't quit, you know. That's always a good thing, but – uh you know, Keegan's got those guys ready, and, uh, you know, I'm just ready to see us bounce back. We got a week off next week. Then we, we play a racing team that's going to be big, athletic, and uh, last couple of years we hadn't been able to get out the snide against them. But, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, to getting back on the field and, and letting everyone know that, hey, you know, it got kind of out of hand against the LCO, but, don't don't think for a minute that 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 we were we we we're that bad at the score was you know what I'm saying? Oh no no doubt about that, bro. And look, you guys got some playmakers. You were doing some of that you know those jet sweeps and that side to side vertical game. Like you guys got some guys that could house it, bro. Shout out some of those boys who were making some plays. Oh man, we got we got about four five guys that can if they get the edge they can take it to the house. Uh, Von Darius Brown, number five. Uh, uh, Makai, Sylvester, number 20, Robert Tarver, just a seventh grader, number three, Derek Pittman, number six. Uh, then we got Jacob Terrell running the show at quarterback. I mean, it, 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 we, we kind of got in a situation where I really wasn't ready to show the spread stuff yet, but I had to take advantage of our speed at, at, at one point in the game before it got out of hand early. Yeah, yeah, I understand that, my friend. Um, bro, defensively, at times you guys were, were throwing them back a little bit, kind of steamed out at the end, but that's yeah. a big, big offensive line that you're going against and you know, a big running back that's running that ball. And Look, oh, I, I know that that was a tough challenge for your crew. It's going to be a tough challenge for everybody in the Parish. Yeah, real real, real tough challenge. Uh, you know, I, I played offensive line in college, so I can appreciate what those guys were doing. Up front, they were coming out the ball flat back, and they were moving the line of scrimmage. Case in in the game of football, everyone thinks it's touchdowns and 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 yards, but it's those guys up front, you know, especially LCO guys who don't get enough credit and our defensive line that you know ball games are won in the trenches, man, and and people don't understand that. You know, I'm I, I'm a fan of seven on seven because it gets the timing right with those kids. But when you add the trenches in those elements, it becomes another football game. Yeah, there's no doubt about that, my friend. So let's talk about this. You said you guys got the week off, then we'll be taking on Raceland. What are some things that you guys are going to be trying to do in that extra week of practice to try to be a better football team than you were on Tuesday? Uh, we'll we just fix the mistakes, Casey. I, I'm not saying the mistakes are why we lost. Don't don't. By no means am I taking anything from LCO, but – we shot ourselves in the foot a few times, and maybe if we didn't do that, we would have had a chance at the end, you know. But we got a, a alignment assignment, 
and just know what we're doing when we get out there, man. A couple of times, you know, we practice special teams, and that's the phase of the game that'll get you beat. And a couple of times we got 10 kids on the field playing football, and um, we got to fix that, Casey. We can't get caught with 10 guys on the field against anybody, especially last week, uh, Tuesday against LCO. Big crowd was out there on Tuesday, even though it was a rainy day. And, and, you know, the high school coaches are telling me the same. Like, a lot of people are coming to our scrimmages, and they're expecting big crowds for the Jamboree. Look, Coach, man, look, we had COVID two years ago. You were having the social distance and wear a mask at the games. That was no fun. Then we had Ida last year. It was a condensed year. You guys were playing halves, and, you know, that wasn't any fun either. I feel like now that things are normal again, everybody's really excited and, and are looking for things to do. I think you guys are going to have some big gates this coming year. Yeah, yeah, we gonna have some some good crowds, man. I'm I'm just glad that these kids can get back to a little normalcy. You know, as adults, we kind of understand the COVID and we understand hurricanes. But the last couple of years, these kids have been, you know, it's out of our control. But they've been deprived of some of the the liberties that you afforded to joy in middle school playing four football games, then running half, then so many basketball games. You know, I'm just glad to get back to some normalcy. And, and hopefully we can we can do some good things and have some good crowds and, and, and be able to put a product on the field for the crowds when they come. I mean, if anybody was at the game on Tuesday, whether it was West fans or LCO fans or even somebody scouting, they 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 understand that was a good football game, and sure. you know at the end it just got out of, out of hand on the scoreboard, and we try not to focus on that too much and try to go fix what we need to fix. But if anybody was at the game, they they was in they was in for a treat the other night. Yep, no doubt about that. And you mentioned special teams, coach. Look, it's eight to six at halftime. You guys are getting the ball. Right. And, I, and I, I mentioned this, and I, I, I talked about this a couple shows ago. I think one of the big plays in the game that no one's going to talk about is their kicker opens the third quarter, kicking it over your return guy's head, pinning uh-huh. you back deep in your territory. And you got behind the, the chains in the field position battle. That was a big play. No one wants to talk about that. That was a big, big play in that ball game. That, that was a huge play, Casey. Uh, no one wants to talk about it, but we talked about it yesterday in film session and you know I'm gonna tell you the problem with the two the last two years being so short there's no great area with kids last week we talked about getting on the ball and not letting it scoot out you know if you were there at the Jamboree we we muffed a couple of those yep. last week and we kind of honed in on that so there's no gray area all I can think of that kid said if the ball it coach said if the ball's dribbling on the ground to fall on it. And, you know, hindsight 2020, I made sure to explain to him better. Look, if you can pick it up and go with it, uh, then let's do that. But, yeah, Casey, and you know that all night we were – we couldn't flip the field on him, Casey. <laughs> You're right. And and, and, and that, that's kind of what I, I, I would hope for in middle school because if you do the percentages, if a, if a team has to go – 70 or 80 plus yards to score, they're less likely to do that in middle school before they mess up. But if you give them 50 and in, you know, the the odds go up extremely high that they're going to score, you know. So that was a critical point in the game because we had some things going right before halftime 
And, you know, the other play on that series, we call a, a quick hitch to one of our receivers. And if he catches it, he's probably still running. Yep. But, you know, those are plays we got to make, Casey, you know, if we, if we want to beat football teams, especially a good team like LCL. So one of the things that's going on out there, man, is you guys are going to be merging with East in the coming years. I don't know exactly oh, yeah. when that's going to happen in the next few years. Uh, what right. What's that dynamic going to be? Because on one hand, I could see, all right, yeah, you guys are going to be very, very strong and very, very competitive. But on the other hand, instead of there being, you know, 22 starters for West and 22 starters for East that are all going to be going to Thibodeau with experience, now there's only yeah. going to be 22 starters in Thibodeau going to Thibodeau High School. Do you think that that's going to have any ripple down effects to the high school? Do you like that move that's going to be made? Um, I mean, I, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, you got your your qualms about it. it. The only the only downfall I see with that is is those kids that are in the middle of the group that may yep. grow a few inches over the summer and whatnot. Uh but that other than that, the 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 kids that 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 are studs here and the kids that are studs over there, they they're gonna play and uh you know the only the only thing I can see is those those middle of the group kids that grow over the summer, because you know I didn't recognize some kids for open house this year. Uh, not open house orientation because they grew like three, four <laughs> inches over the summer, gained some weight, you know. And uh, we just got to be diligent in trying to keep those kids out there and find a way to get them some kind of reps, you know, with, with, with the merger of the schools. And I think we'll be fine if we do that. Very good. Well, look, my friend, we thank you so much for the time. You guys got a great crew. Keep up the good work, buddy. I know you guys are going to get back on track. Not a problem. Thanks for having me, Casey. Yep. That is Coach Riley with West Thibodeau doing a very nice job. And look, I meant what I said at the end of the interview. They are not going to be down for long. Yeah, they lost to LCO, but guess what? They might not lose again. They've got athletes. They've got a good defense. They've got good coaching there. And what Coach Riley said during the course of the interview was right. Yeah, the score was what, 32 to 14 or whatever it may be. That was an 8 to 6 game with 1 minute left in the third quarter. It was 8 to 6 at halftime, then LCO scored a couple of times in like the last few seconds of the third quarter to kind of explode it back to where it needed to be on their end. Um but that was a very competitive game and with just 10 minutes to go in that game, it was a 2-point ball game. So that was competitive both ways. Um they're good. They're going to be in position. LCO's good. They're going to be in position. And we've actually got a big middle school game tonight, Golden Meadow and, and E.D. White, that'll be played down the bayou. So if anybody's interested in going on out to, uh, um, why am I forgetting the name of the stadium? Memorial Stadium, goodness gracious. Anyone's interested in going out to Memorial Stadium, you could uh, go and see those two teams wrap up week one of the middle school ranks. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Hunter Bauer of Go Preps. Hunter uh, does such a great job promoting high school athletics throughout the entire state, and we'll chat with him in the next segment of the show about some things he's seeing around Louisiana. It's play-by-play on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. 
Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit tghealthsystem.com. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. When it comes to planning for the financial independence of you and your family, you just can't afford to be wrong. If you're within 10 years or less of retirement, the opportunities to adequately provide for your future are becoming less and less. We guide clients to make suitable investment decisions to pursue their goals once their earning years are over. For a confidential, no-obligation evaluation of your financial goals, contact me, Raleigh Galliano, today at 325-6500. Galliano Wealth Management Group, advice you can trust. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients safe to all humans and pets check us out on facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com need our cedar beaters now call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back buzz off mosquito control safe effective guaranteed when you order curbside pickup on the new rouse's shopping app you pay the same price for groceries as in store and you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's Shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market's feels like home. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. 
We've had a good show here on Play by Play, but we've still got 30 minutes to spend, and we're going to spend about the next 10 or 15 or so of those minutes with Hunter Bauer of Go Preps. He's the the owner of that wonderful, wonderful site, which gives so much information to folks around the state of Louisiana. Hunter, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Hey, Casey. Thanks for having me on today. Yes, sir. Look, it's a fun time for everybody. We've got Jamboree Week, then the Week 1 start uh, next Friday and Thursday around the state, and the most important thing, Hunter, is I don't see any storm in the Gulf. I don't see any COVID spike. It looks like, and I'm knocking on wood whenever I say this, it looks like we're going to finally be able to get off a season without any type of crazy delay or any you know crazy circumstances around the year. Well, I tell you what, for the last probably month or so, I've had my fingers crossed just hoping that uh, you know we just have a, uh, a normal start to the season. And, you know, other than some – some thunderstorms here and there. It seems like it uh, hasn't been too bad, but uh, yeah, man, you know it's, uh, it's 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 here finally, and I'm just ready for it. It's been a long six or seven months, and uh, I think there's a lot of good football to be played this year, especially uh, you know a lot of new storylines with the reclassification and select non-select stuff. So I think it's going to be a great year for high school football here in Louisiana. One of the things that is a big storyline here locally is. The schools that have turf are able to practice just about every day. If, as long as there's not lightning, they'll sneak in a couple of hours here or there. The schools that don't have turf are stuck in the mud, literally pun intended, because you know they don't want to get on their field and damage everything or risk injury on a slippery right. field. Is that an issue out in West Louisiana and some of the other you know, places where you cover? Yeah, it, well, you know, uh, just depending on you know how bad it's been storming. Like over here in Lake Charles, um, at my house, we've received almost seven inches of rain in the last two and a half days. Um, so we've gotten a lot of rain over here, and uh, you know, up from North Louisiana, from where I'm from, uh, I know they've gotten a, a pretty pretty good amount of rain up there as well. Um, you've seen a lot of people having to actually switch their jamborees from you know. Uh, grass fields to you know local fields nearby that have turf um they just don't want to tear up their field this early end of the season and uh you know they don't want to get to week two and their field just be dried up mud um but yeah you know it's really just been in certain areas not all over the state but uh certainly uh it's something that um i think you're going to see a lot more of casey in the future i think you're going to see a lot more schools uh, investing their their time and effort into getting turf for their fields, it only makes more sense, especially when you know a couple of cities here and there host more than one team on a field. Uh, it just makes a lot of sense. Earlier in the show, I, I'm not going to lie, I went on a rant about how I think it's crazy that we're opening the season and the schools don't know. Will it be 32 teams in the playoffs? Will it be 24? The schools don't know. Hey, am I in a bracket with this school? Am I not in a bracket with this school? It's going to be yeah. a crazy story to follow throughout the course of the year. As you said, bro, like there's a whole lot of uncertainty. We don't know if we're playing chess or checkers or maybe a combination of both. We still haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, you know, and I, as much as we hate it, that's just one of those things that we just got to kind of, you know, get through until I think September the 7th. Uh, it's when the LHSA uh, has their next executive committee and a lot of those decisions are going to be made. Um, you know, the, the biggest question is who's going to be select and who's going to be non-select. You have about, uh, I want to say around 70 schools who are appealing the decision uh, from June uh, that that placed them into the select category. So, honestly, you're going to, you know, you'll be almost two weeks into the season 
And, you know, there's going to be some teams that won't know if they are going to be playing on the select side or the non-select side of the playoff bracket. And then also, like you said, you know, the LHSA had, had mentioned about, you know, talking about the reducing the number of teams that get in a playoff or possibly maybe combining some divisions or classes at this next meeting, too. I know it's going to be a subject uh, that they are going to bring up. So, again, you know, we're going to be one or two weeks into the season and, you know, not know how big the playoff field may be, not know who's going to be in or out. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. But I tell you what, um, as much as as much of a pain it is for some of these coaches and, and schools, uh, I really do think it's interesting to see, you know, how this is going to shape out, uh, who's going to end up where. It really is going to shake up the high school football landscape here in Louisiana, especially after two or three years of just really – Honestly, Casey, nothing really going on, you know, with COVID and all the hurricanes happening. It's just been sort of dull. So it's just going to be it's going to be interesting to see um, how this shakes up high school football uh, around here and uh, what kind of storylines it ends up creating, and maybe some new champions as well. I'm currently on Go Preps right now, and I'm looking through your list of headlines. And the one that caught my eye was the top ten pulls in five A. Um, I see John Curtis is in there, you know, Carr and Catholic. 5A is ridiculous, Hunter. My goodness, the depth of talent. First off, whenever you got John Curtis ranked sixth in something, that just goes to show right there how loaded it is, bro. Like, 5A is loaded to the gills. There's so much talent in that classification. That goes for 5A and also for Division One as well. Those two playoff brackets are going to be brutal. Yeah, and I tell you what, Casey, when we were coming up with these polls, 5A and 4A were really the toughest ones because you, there's just so much talent. And there's a lot of schools that have, you know, moved up because of reclassification that were state champions in a lower division or, or, or some, you know, something similar to that. Um, you know, I, I tell you what, Class 5A Division One, depending on, you know, the final decision with all these appeals, uh, it's going to be interesting to see because if you have an Edna Carr and an Acadiana on that select side, along with your Catholics and your and your uh, your John Curtis's brother Martins, uh, it really is going to make for an interesting divisional playoff. But then on the flip side, on the non-select, I mean, you know, still you've got Zachary, uh, you've got West Monroe, you've got Rustin, you've got Washita Parish, Woodlawn out of Baton Rouge, uh, last year's runner-up Ponchatoula. I mean, man, it's just, it was tough. It really was tough to try to come up with the top ten and not rank somebody over another one. Um, but I tell you what, the 15 teams that we've got on there, even the ones that we didn't rank in the top 10, uh, I think they could easily be a top five team by the end of the year, uh, depending on how their schedules go, which some of these schedules are very brutal. So let's talk about this, bro. Uh, at the start of the regular season means, you know, the grind's going to start up. You guys are going to have to start loading up those scores and get those power rating numbers and, I know it's going to be a lot of, not sleepless nights, but a lot of nights where you may be aren't getting the full eight hours. Are you ready for the grind, my man? I'll tell you what, man. I am so ready. These scrimmages and jamborees, they've been kind of teasers for me, I guess, just kind of getting ready because there's really not much to do. You can't really report scores or anything. But, yeah, man, you know, we're, we're ready for the grind. We're ready for the challenge. Uh, we're ready to start, uh, you know, seeing all how these storylines play out, how these teams unfold, and who's going to be the one getting in and, and who's going to be the one left out come playoff time uh, here in November. But, uh, man, we're just ready to start seeing some action. We're ready to start hearing from our uh, our people that help us report all over the state every Friday night. 
Um, you know, it's finally here, Casey, and, and we're just excited. We're ready for – this will be year three for Go Prep uh, covering high school football, and I think it's going to be our biggest year yet, and we're just we're really excited for it. One of the things that people don't maybe realize is because they do use you for the power rating numbers and everything of the sort, and, and yeah, we talk about football, but we're predominantly a football state. You guys are logging numbers for volleyball. You guys are logging numbers for soccer yeah. and everything. So, like yep. – Every single day. It's not just Friday nights that you're going to be busting it. You guys are going to be at it all throughout the week, getting those volleyball scores in and everything of the sort. Yeah, it, it starts Monday. Uh, volleyball the volleyball season starts Monday. So, uh, yeah, starting then, that we're, we're going to be full throttle. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll start out with volleyball and football. And, you know, basketball cranks up in November. And then you get on to, uh, you know, your other sports, like your, your soccer and your baseballs and your softballs. So, yeah, man. Uh, like I said, come Monday, we're going to be going at it. Uh, and again, we're just we're so excited. We're ready to uh, to see how everything plays out. Uh, just really, you know, happy with how the website's growing, man. And you know, the the support that we've been able to get, and you know, the support from from people like you and all the other media types across the state that you know allow us to highlight uh, what we're doing. We're just really thankful for that, man. And uh, like I said. Year three, I think, is going to be really big for us, and uh, it's going to be uh, uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be really fun. And that's that's uh, it's just a blessing to be able to cover these student athletes and um, you know the the greatness that is in the state, um, the 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 talent that that this state turns out. Um, it's just it's just a blessing to watch every year, Casey, and uh, glad to be a part of it, a small part of it. Do you ever sit back? Because, look, I, I see this. You know, I cover an 11 high school radius across a couple of parishes, and I see this. After a game, the coaches are going in their office. They're going to your site, and they're just sitting on the numbers, hitting refresh over and over and over again. Do you ever sit back and wonder, like, man, like, this is really, really neat, the fact that, you know, so many people in the fraternity or sorority of coaches, whichever gender it may be, are saying – I want to rely on this guy for his information and his stats. Like, it's such a cool thing the way it all shakes out. Yeah, you know, honestly, Casey, to answer that question, it, it happens one time a year, and that's um, the week 10, the Friday night of yeah. the high school football season. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. The last two years, we, we've done the power ratings, and the last two years on that Friday night, our website has crashed because <laughs> there's been so much traffic. Uh, trying to see what the final power ratings are going to be, and although it's it's not a it's not a good problem to have, it is a good problem to have because it lets me know that people are tuned in and, and they trust us to uh, to provide them with the most uh, updated numbers. And like I said, while it's a problem I really don't want to have, um, it makes me happy to know that you know people are coming to us and they trust in us and they they know they're going to get an updated uh, power rating. They're going to get something that they can uh, rely on. Uh, makes you feel good. So at least once a year, yes, uh, I, I can sit down and go, well, yeah, I think this thing is kind of working out. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, man. Um, how did this? And I, mean, I know I know you told us this story over on our Saturday show, but to the new listening audience, how did this idea come about? How did you decide, hey, I want to make a website and service, you know, Louisiana high school sports around the state? How did how'd you come up with that? Yeah, well, you know, my background is in a, uh, collegiate athletics, and I was in sports information at uh, Northwestern State in McNeese for, for about 10 years, and, you know, decided to get out of it once the, once the family life started, wanted to spend a little more time around them. But, you know, 
I just got to – my heart's always been with high school sports, and I really love high school sports. The town I came from, you know, tradition, uh, rich high school uh, in football, a couple of state championships. And, um, you know, I just wanted to create one central hub where somebody could go and get scores, power rating, stories, anything. They didn't have to go to this site or they didn't have to go to that website or, you know, uh, things like that. And, uh, man, really just overnight, the idea kind of formed and, uh, you know, prayed about it, talked about it with my wife, which she's been the most patient person ever and uh, really appreciate her, um, you know, placing that trust in me to be able to go out and and do this. But, uh, but yeah, man, you know, that's really as simple just like that. Just wanted to create one simple website where everybody can go and get their information in one place. Um, And, again, information that they could trust, reliable information, sources, and all that. Um, And, like I said, I think it's worked out for us so far. We're we're not near where we want to be right now. Uh, Still want to, uh, to, to do a couple things and, to try to, uh, to to spread the word more about Go Preps, but uh, like I said, you know, through two years, starting year three um, this week, uh, it's been fun and uh, just ready to continue the journey. Well, look, my friend, we're going to try to help you guys out as well because look, we're going to try to have you on throughout the season, maybe break down some big matchups each week as they happen in the high school football scene. Sound good to you, bro? Yeah, yeah, sounds great, man. All right, well, well look, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again soon, okay, bud? All right, Casey, thank you. T- y'all take care. Yep, that is Hunter Bauer with Go Preps. That is, to me, the go-to site. I know it's only year three, and you know he was kind of being modest. That's the go-to site for Louisiana high school sports reporting. You know, if you want more localized, you could use the Gazette, and you know we take pride in that. If you want more localized, you could use the Advocate. If you want to see New Orleans and Baton Rouge or whatever, but if you want to get a pulse for what's happening in Louisiana high school athletics as a whole, and get scores and district standings and power rating numbers for the whole state. Hunter's side is the place to go. It, it is what it is. And, and there's no close second. There's no silver medal that's being handed out. He is the leader in statewide high school sports updates by far, bar none. Good dude. We're going to have him on throughout the course of the season. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we got to talk a little NBA. I promised you we'd make fun of the Lakers. Then we'll get our betting picks in the final segment of the show as well. It's play-by-play on KLEB. For nearly half a century, Tiger Rag Magazine has covered all things LSU sports. The 2003 National Championship with Coach Nick Saban. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. The 2007 National Championship with Coach Les Miles. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. And the undefeated season of the 2019 National Championship with Coach Ed Ordron. Tiger Rag was there with coverage from the practice field to the hoisting of the trophy. But in all these years of LSU sports moments, there has never been a more exciting time to be a Tiger fan than now. A new era has arrived at Tiger Stadium. Coach Brian Kelly has arrived in Baton Rouge with aspirations of grasping the one thing thing. that has eluded his illustrious career, a national championship. It takes hard work. It takes a commitment. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there every step of the way as Coach Kelly attempts to solidify his status in Louisiana immortality. Follow each moment with Tiger Rag Magazine on newsstands now online at TigerRag.com. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. 
Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. You know weather bugs users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm. The scarves before the blizzard. The flip-flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the WeatherBug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Casey Justclair here. We want to thank everybody for listening. We want to thank Hunter Bauer. We want to thank Coach Joe Riley and Coach Cullen Mathern all for their time. One more time, let's thank our sponsors, the Blue Boot Foundation, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. How about Dufresne Building Materials? Got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets, Feels Like Home, and also Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and Community Youth Sports Organizations. Join us tomorrow, 8-15, Friday night, Varsity High School football coverage, the South Lafouche Jamboree, South Lafouche versus HL Bourgeois. Our broadcast is sponsored by 3T Oil, Lady of the Sea General Hospital, State Bank and Trust Company, Advanced Sci Institute, State Farm Agent Ashley Barrios, Danos, Golden Motors, and Tanner McGee for Judge Court of Appeals. In addition to Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, Joe Septic Contractors, Terrebonne General Medical Center, Southland Dodge, Rouse's Markets, South Lafouche Bank, Rev, and Heather Hendricks, candidate for Lafouche Parish Judge Division A. Thank all them for their support. Big news in the NBA broke last night. The Los Angeles Lakers traded with the Utah Jazz, sending guard Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson to the Jazz for 
Patrick Beverly. Remember earlier in the offseason when the Lakers said, we're going to send THT, we're going to send Horton Tucker to the Nets with a draft pick, we're going to get Kyrie Irving, and we've got a package where we're going to get Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and we're going to be the best team in the Linda. And remember whenever I told you guys they don't have any assets, these are just leaked headlines just for the sake of getting clicks. They never had the package or the possibility to improve their roster. So now they send a 21-year-old talented wing and Stanley Johnson, who, eh, Stanley Johnson ain't all that good, but he's 26 and he's, you know, an, an athlete. He's 6'6", 242, can make a three every once in a while, three and D guy for a 34-year-old Patrick Beverly who is on the downswing of his career, who, oh yeah, hates Russell Westbrook, who is their starting point guard. This is going to be a whole lot of fun. The rest of the NBA reacting to the news of Patrick Beverly going to the Lakers. Uh, Very interesting. All I thought of whenever I saw that news was, damn, the Lakers are a mess. The Lakers desperately need to get younger. The Lakers need to find ways to get draft picks. The Lakers need to find ways to freshen up. And they traded a 26-year-old wing and a 21-year-old wing for a 34-year-old guard who's 180 pounds and 6'1 and who gets injured a lot and who's kind of not always the best teammate. And yeah, he's tough and he's this and he's that, but he doesn't get along with Russell Westbrook. This is going to be a mess. This is going to be a complete circus. This trade, A, is a win for Utah. Utah didn't need Beverly, didn't want Beverly. They're about to trade Donovan Mitchell and start rebuilding. But, B, this is a win for the Pelicans because this solidifies that the Lakers are going nowhere. Nowhere. You know the, the Ozzy Osbourne song, Crazy Train? I'm going off the rails on a crazy train. That train is burning, it's on fire, it's headed down the tracks. I don't know where it's going to crash, but it is going to crash. Patrick Beverly moves the needle for a championship contending team because he brings a little toughness, he brings a little grit. The Lakers are not in any stretch of the imagination in their current form a championship team. LeBron is approaching 40. Anthony Davis, his bones and joints are approaching 50. You trade the only youth and the only tradable piece that you have on your roster for this? You parlay the piece that you thought was going to get you Kyrie Irving for this? A 34-year-old guard who averages 8.8 points per game in his career? And look, I like Patrick Beverly. He was a Houston Rocket for a long time. I love the toughness with which he plays. But for what the Lakers need, this is not at all it. This is not at all it. They lost this trade by a landslide, and it is comedy the way that that organization is being run. And for everybody around the rest of the basketball world who wants to see it burn, pop some popcorn. You're about to see it burn. Our betting picks, and then we'll get out of here today. We start in the world of Major League Baseball, where I like the New York Yankees to win today. And cover the run line. Minus a run and a half against the Oakland Athletics. The A's can't score at all. And I get that the Yankees are coming in struggling on offense. But the A's literally can't score at all. It's a road game for New York. But they got Jamison Tyon throwing. I think he's going to pitch well. 
Um, if the Yankees score three runs, they're going to cover. It's going to be three to one. If they score six runs, they're going to cover by a lot, but it's going to be six to one. The A's cannot score. They're one of the worst offenses in all of baseball. These teams played a three-game series in the Bronx. The A's in the three games scored nine runs, uh, and that's in a small park in the Bronx. At a big park out in Oakland, they're not going to score. They are hitting 215 as a team this season. They have a 279 on base percentage. Those are ridiculously poor numbers. They've scored 420 runs all season. That's embarrassingly bad. The Yankees are going to cover that number. The next one that I like today is I like the Phillies to cover. I'm going to go in an expanded run line here. I'm not going to give you minus one and a half. The odds aren't good enough. I like the Phillies to cover minus two and a half today against the Reds. It's a small park out in Philly. They're throwing Nola. Nola's going to be good. He's going to give up two or three runs at most. The Phillies are going to hit off of the Reds. The Reds have no pitching at all. They have no bullpen at all. Justin Dunn is throwing for them today. He's a minor league guy. He's given up a lot of runs in his time on the mound. He's given up five home runs in 13 and a third innings pitched. The Phillies beat them 7-5 to five yesterday. They beat them 4-1 to one in the series opener. Phillies are going to clobber these guys again today. I like covering the minus two and a half run line there. I think the Phillies win easily. The last one that I'll give you, uh, you better make it quick. I like the Cardinals to beat the Cubs today. The Cardinals are an underdog against the Cubs. They don't know why. Plus 105, I like St. Louis to beat Chicago. Uh, Dakota Hudson throwing for St. Louis against Stroman for the Cubs. Give me St. Louis to get the win there. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll have this one up in the archives in just a second. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Chandler Guitros. Hopefully, Damian St. Pierre will be talking some football as well. You've been listening to Play-By-Play on KLEB. Adios, amigos. Have a wonderful rest of the day. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.